and welcome to episode 92 of a Disney Park Princess podcast. I am Sharla. I'm Sarah. And I'm Heather. I was wondering why you were pointing at me. I was like, oh, that's the pointy thing. Let's do the pointy thing. We uh, just decided, I mean, there's really no rhyme or reason. Sarah just usually is the one who hosts because she doesn't mind doing it. But today we just decided, why not change it? Um, and up, Sarah has had a little bit of food poisoning and feeling fine now, but <laughs> she's hence the <laughs> yeah, you see if you could see her, she's uh, no hair, no makeup, <laughs> it's all good, we're all fine. Um, so we are episode 92 already, and we were unfortunately we were gonna plan a cool, fun trip for our 100th episode, but maybe, maybe for 200 or maybe for. Maybe for 101, like as soon as we can go. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, but anyway, so um, today we're doing listener questions. Yay. Um, yay, favorite. It's our favorite episode because you ask and we don't really have to do a whole lot of research, except we did today because oh, Kyle. Thanks for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks, Kyle. We have. Uh, <laughs> um, and there's, there's not really much Disney news except. For no cruising again till the end of September is what the CDC has come out with. So DCL has finally postponed their um, cruises in, in conjunction with the CDC announcement. So that's it. I mean, <laughs> we should maybe mention the Bahamas. Oh, yeah. Okay. Kind of interesting. Yeah, the Bahamas have just said, that's it, nobody. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't see for how long. Did you see for how long? Indefinitely. Ooh. Which may also wreak havoc with some of the fall cruising, mm-hmm. depending on how long that goes for. Well, that's so. like kind of like what Canada did and Bermuda did. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Kind of a yeah. mess. Yeah. Um, so. It is what it is. We just have to get through it as quickly as possible. Just wear the masks, people. Just wear them. If everybody would just stay home and wear their masks, we could all go back to vacation very soon. Yeah. That's all. Okay. Uh, uh, and masks are not political. Don't get mad at us for being political. Just wear them. They say. I just know that I was supposed to be in San Francisco this weekend, and that, of course, got canceled. And I'm just very tired of my vacations getting canceled. So if yeah. you'd all wear your masks, that would be delightful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I don't care if somebody thinks we're political for saying wear a mask. I've reached that point. <laughs> I don't care. You want to call me political for telling you to wear a mask? Fine. We're, we're having. Care. Just put on the mask. A whole debate in this state that I live in. I don't even want to get to it, but it's just wear it. Just wear it. I wear it. You can wear it. It's not a big deal. You know? Yeah. If you don't want to wear it for yourself, if you don't want to wear it for the people that you love, wear it for me. If you're listening to this, theoretically, you like us, do it for us. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, let's get started on the questions because we have quite a few more than more than we thought. So yay. yay. Awesome. I um, love these so much. I know. I know. So happy. I'm so happy. <laughs> All right. I'm going to throw this first one to Heather because it starts with DVC. And this is from Kyle. And Kyle sent us two questions. And we're going to kind of, well, I think like three or four, but we're going to lump them all together <laughs> as one because it's all, they're all from him. So. All right. So Kyle says, good morning to my favorite princesses. I feel like we better be your favorite princesses, Kyle. <laughs> I have a question about DVC and annual passes because I've been on the fence on getting them. When do new DVC memberships open up? I've been looking for one for the Polynesian, but all they have is Aulani um, and Port Royal. I think you mean Riviera. When would be the best time 
for more options for DVC contracts. So there is no time frame or opening period for DVC contracts to be sold. Uh, they, they are ongoing, they're on sale all the time until a resort sells out. So um, like you can't buy the Beach Club or the Polynesian directly through Disney anymore because those resorts are considered sold out. So they won't be selling them. So they've opened, you know, they haven't sold out Lani yet. Um, obviously the Riviera is still ongoing. So if the, there is a particular resort that you really, really want, like the Polynesian, you would have to buy that resale if it is not di being sold directly through Disney. Um, and then you need to make sure you do your research on what perks are are and are not included in a resale purchase. Um, and also it doesn't hurt to call DVC and chat with them. It's free. It's legitimately no pressure. Every time that I've ever called them, they just give you information. It's not a hard sell. So you can always give them a call and speak with a DVC guide and see what's being sold, um, how, many, how much the points cost and what promotions they have. Yeah. Does Disney's do resales? Sometimes, uh, very occasionally, they have something when you are a DVC member, it's called the right of first refusal. So right. for example, if I wanted to go and sell my timeshare at Animal Kingdom, I have to alert DVC Disney first that I want to do that. And they have the option to buy that contract for me. And then if they don't, then I can sell it to whomever, whether that's a resale or I want to sell it to you. Um, so sometimes they do buy them back and they may have a few in their back pocket. Again, it doesn't hurt to call and ask them. What if you just want to give it to me? Do they have right for that too? I think sell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need like ten million dollars. Um, no, no, I no. give it to oh, YouTube. Okay. Yeah. I know I you can deed it. So if I wanted to put it in my will, I can right. do that. I don't know what they're. I, I mean, I guess it doesn't really matter to them as long as they're getting paid. So yeah, yeah. but it, it like um, for example, mine are paid off. So if I wanted to give it to you it's going to be a real estate transaction because your name has to go uh, onto that contract. Mm, so right. I don't know. Like, you probably have to pay taxes and things on it. Like, I mean, my mom can give me a car, right? And like give it to you, sell it to you for a dollar. If yeah. you're, you know, the title transfer, I don't know how that works with DVC. Yeah, I don't know either. I mean, I, no, I wouldn't think that you would just give it to anybody because you could sell it for a lot of money. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, let's go on to the next question about annual passes you want me to do this one i'll read it okay for my annual pass question i am trying to plan a disney world uh in late october of 2020 and i'm definitely going the first week of october in 2021 for the 50th anniversary would it be wise to get an annual pass only because i feel like they are going to have annual pass holder exclusive merchandise for the 50th should i pay for my first trip and then before i leave pay the difference in the annual pass or just buy the annual pass outright. Are they even selling annual passes right now? They're not. Oh, well, they they are not, but they will be soon. That's what yeah. they keep saying, soon. Like, I know they're not for Disneyland. But they're right not. Now. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're actually not right now. But theoretically, by the time he goes, if he goes in October, they would they be. be right. Theoretically. But I, let's I, say even you're going, like, what if you're not going now, but you decide to go in October 2021 and October 2022? So, you know, either way, you're still going to cover two trips in one year. Yeah. yeah. How long um, are these trips? I was going to say, how long are the trips? If yeah. you're like four or five days, it's not worth it for the annual pass. But if you're doing, you know, one trip is a week and one trip is 10 days, then 
100% get the annual pass. It'll yeah. The other thing is we don't know what the new price for the annual pass is going to be because you know they're not going to start selling them again at the same price that they were. Um, yeah. A thousand percent increase that price. Um, they got to recoup those losses somehow. So it's difficult to answer that question right now without knowing what the new price would be because we don't know what the break even point would be. Yeah. But in terms of merchandise, um, exclusive merchandise, and I know you, you like merchandise, so I would probably do it for that if you think that it's, if you're going to get two trips out of it. I wouldn't get it if you're not going to make two trips out of it because yeah. I don't think it would be worth it. But That would be two trips. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, two long trips or three trips if you can do it or something like that. Just run the numbers on tickets. That's another mm -hmm. good way to do it. Yeah. You know, look at buying two sets of five days or something like that to see how you could do yeah. that. Um, I don't think based on just like hotel discounts, um, that would be worth it. It's it's mm -hmm. generally not anymore. It used to be the case, but not really now. Especially not for October 2021. I don't know that there's going to be a ton of hotel discounts available around the 50th. Right. So I would say like the two or three weeks around, like the week before, week after, and week of, probably no discounts. Because yeah. October is busy anyway with the Food and Wine Festival. Mm -hmm. And then now this is such a massive event that's happening. You're probably not going to see any discounts. But I think like an annual pass is a no-brainer if you're going three four or five times a year if you live in the area and it's easier for you to get down there i think on a two if you're only planning two trips out of it that's when you really have to sit and crunch the numbers like you got to do the math at that point because it may not be worth it yeah but in, in answering your question you know you could buy tickets now and then and book your reser park reservations and then upgrade when you get there if they're selling them by then. They're only selling tickets through September 26th of 2021. Oh, that's true. But if he's going in October 2020, he could buy those. And, yeah. Yeah. So it's, I don't know. <laughs> it's, right so, now, well, it's a mess. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's a mess. It is. So, all right. Well, let's, all right, let's move on. Um, Sarah, do you want to um, read Kyle's last question? Is it right after? Is it the one that's right after? Yes. Uh, yes, I will read that. Hang on, I'm having scrolling issues. Hey, princesses, thank you so much for giving some light in this crazy time we're facing. My question for you is, what do you think of Shop Disney's new merch pass? Do you think this is honing to be a disaster or a lifesaver? Thank you so much. Sending lots of pixie dust from your favorite moderator, Kyle. He is our favorite moderator. And the fact that he's our only moderator has nothing to do with it. <laughs> Um, so Heather did a little research on this. Why don't you explain Merch Pass to us? Here is what I think of the Merch Pass, Kyle. I don't understand it. It's, <laughs> it's very confusing. Um, so I was, I couldn't figure it out. So I was reading on Disney's site and a couple of other websites and I, I, there's no easy way to explain it. It basically Merch Pass is virtual. You enter your email. If there's, um, a special edition collector's item on shopdisney.com that you want um, and it's limited edition you have to enter your email and then hope that your name gets called for the opportunity to purchase said item maybe it's kind of like like when you're entering the the new york city marathon or a big marathon like the lottery for a space you're not guaranteed a space but you've entered the lottery and if your lottery number gets called then you yeah. can go in and purchase your bib it's kind of like that. Yeah. Or like um, the Hamilton lottery or something, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you 
just because you your name gets called, you don't get this thing for free. It's just the ability, like the opportunity to purchase it um, and not have to. I guess the reason why Disney is doing it is to calm down the hysteria of like, you know, uh, May the 4th merchandise and when new Star Wars merchandise gets released and, you know, the yeah. new Minnie and Mickey plushes get released. Oh my gosh, I have to be frantic and up at midnight so I can get this in my cart. And I was in the cart and it was spinning forever and ever. And so I think they're kind of trying to alleviate that and yeah. all the I stress. Think the, the resellers too. I think they're yeah. trying to talk about the resellers a little bit. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I mean, look, if there's something that you really want, it's great because then, you know, it's a little less stressful of a situation. Here was my question, though, is which they're not really clear on. After the advance purchase merch pass, are there things left over that then anybody whose name didn't get called can go in and buy? Or is it basically everything's just sold out? And if your name didn't get called, you're out of luck. I don't know. Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. I, don't know, I mean, it seemed like a huge improvement over just being online at the right time and hoping that your Wi-Fi, like, it, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see, but yeah. Um, but I mean, for somebody like you who likes who likes the merchandise, and I know you collect all the the monthly Minnie Mouse things right now and all that stuff, it might be worth it. I don't know. Yeah. Um, for somebody like me who just goes on and says, "Oh, I need to have that right now," whether <laughs> it's, it's collectible or not, it's probably not worth it. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess for collectors, I think it's kind of making them nervous, though, too, right? Because before, at least, they kind of felt like they were in control of, like, I can log on, I can do this, I can do this. Now they're just kind of at the mercy of luck, yeah. and you know, the whether or not their name is drawn. And so I think that. I, I feel like that would make me nervous. We're at the mercy of Disney's, you know, web infrastructure, which oh, yeah. awful. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Awful. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So next I have a question from Greg and I will read that. Um, hi there. I'm planning a first time trip to WDW and the most important factor in picking a resort for us is proximity to the parks. We're thinking either the contemporary or boardwalk in but either still leaves us taking transit half the time and we like to and we prefer to walk to the parks. I'd love to know what y'all think about split stays for a six night stay. Is it worth the effort? We love, we'd also love to stay at Animal Kingdom Lodge, but three different hotels might be a bit much. <laughs> uh, any recommendations? All the best. Stay safe out there. <laughs> so we, we actually really like split stays, Greg. No, I don't. I hate split from a booking perspective as a travel agent, I don't like it because it's more more work. No, I don't like it from any, I don't like for I myself. Do. I don't like There's for other people. perspective on a split stay, and this is I just like for it. me personally, because I know people love them. I love to unpack and not live out of a suitcase. I don't want to, and especially for six nights, like every three nights to have to up and move, that's a lot of work to either unpack, repack, unpack, and then pack again, or even worse, live out of a suitcase. I hate to live out of a suitcase. So to me, it's just a convenience factor. I There's nothing wrong with experiencing two hotels in one trip. Like that's fantastic because all the hotels are wonderful, but I just think it's super inconvenient. Well, yeah. I, I also unpack, but I, what I would do is I would have it organized so that I unpack for my first part and then I unpack for my second part. Um, it's yeah. also, some of it is good because I usually have a car there, so I 
um, since we, we usually drive down, so I could leave some stuff in the car. So that makes it a lot easier too. Um, but if you want to see both of those hotels, do it. I mean, if you want more of a walking thing, then stay at the boardwalk because the only place you can walk to from the contemporary is the Magic Kingdom. But, um, you know, you can easily get on the monorail to Epcot from the contemporary. Mm -hmm. You can take the, uh, you can walk from the boardwalk to Epcot or Disney's Hollywood Studios. Um, so that's fairly simple. Well, and with, once they finish the walkway from the Grand Floridian to the Magic Kingdom, you'll actually be able to walk from any of the monorail resorts to the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, true. I don't know if that's scheduled to be done, but. Yeah. I don't think Disney knows anymore. <laughs> They've been working at it. I've seen some of the pictures of the construction. It's definitely still underway. So. Yeah. Um, I mean, from, and we all love Animal Kingdom Lodge, but it's you're not going to be able to walk to anywhere from there. No. Uh, and if you stay at Animal Kingdom Lodge, you know the rule, right? You have to stay club level. At the <laughs> well, you have to stay Savannah View. You have to stay Savannah. Savannah. I wasn't going to go club level. Yeah. I mean, club level's not available yet, anyway. Yeah, there is yeah, no club true. level right now. So, yeah, Savannah. Uh, but you have you to stay, stay Savannah View at the minimum if you stay there. So, because yeah. otherwise, what's um, the point? Yeah, if you're going to go to Animal Kingdom Lodge and stare at a parking lot, that's yes. just, that's not. It's yeah. not worth it. Yeah. Um, okay, so then. If, you, if he wants to stay at Contemporary or Boardwalk, you guys pick one. Well, Board I mean, I'm going to pick the Boardwalk, but Greg, like, how, do you have children? How old are they? Are you going to be spending most of your time at Magic Kingdom? Then yeah. Contemporary is a no-brainer, but if you're going to be spending the majority of your time at either Epcot or Hollywood Studios or both, I would obviously the Boardwalk because, you know, that one or two times you're going to take a bus ride to the Magic Kingdom, that's not yeah. It's not going to make or break the trip. It's a six-minute bus ride, you know? Yeah. How many yeah. people are in the party, too? Because the contemporary rooms are larger, you know? Mm -hmm. So we yeah. need more information. Yeah. Um, but if you, you know, if you really want to stay at both, stay at both. If, but, um, you know. Yeah, this, this is just a purely personal preference thing. If you're a nester, like Heather <laughs> and I are, like, for me, a big part of the trip is going home yeah. At the end of the night, when I get there, I want to be cozy. I want to know where my PJs are. I want to be like <laughs> everything. Perfect. Like there's no chaos. Everything is yeah. hung up. Or, yeah. you know. For me, is that's where I relax. And so I, I remember we did a work trip. Heather and I were sitting next to each other when we got this news. We did a work trip a while back. And it was so much fun. It was a great work trip. And they had put so much effort into it. They had put so much effort into it. And then at one point, they announced to us, like, big surprise, that we were completely picking up and moving locations. And, and you had, had like, it was like the next morning, go, it's 10 p.m., go morning. home and pack. Yeah, get to go home and pack. And it had just my facial expressions. <laughs> we were not, everybody was so excited. We were like, this is the worst <laughs> idea. How could you do this? <laughs> right. I mean, it was, and it was so much fun and it was such a great surprise. But just in our, in our heads, we just both went, <laughs> I had already unpacked for my trip. I did not yeah, need to really be doing this not. again. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't, I mean, I don't mind repacking and unpacking. That's just me. You know, yeah, I like, so. I like to, ha I do unpack every time I go somewhere. I, I have, I unpack my suitcase. I do not live out of suitcase, but I don't mind yeah. doing it. So, yeah. So, all right. Might be great for him. Okay. So, our next question is from Caitlin, who wants to tackle that one. I have to scroll down. I'll do it. 
Hello, ladies. I love your podcast. I submitted a similar question to this one a few weeks ago, but wanted to submit another one, which is slightly different. Yeah, I'm I just deleted whole- that other one because this one was better. So. <laughs> <laughs> but to say, I don't remember that one. Um, yeah. I'm a full-time student, and my boyfriend and I have been dreaming of planning a Disney trip. We recognize we may not be able to swing a trip to Disney for a bit due to both the state of the world and our finances, but we are always planning. was wondering how you would approach getting the most out of a long weekend, probably three or four nights. My boyfriend hasn't been since he was six. We're in our mid-20s now, and I am unsure of the best strategy to allow him to see the best and the most in a short trip. Any thoughts on how to fit the most into a short Disney trip? Oh, I remember. We did answer this. Heather and I answered this when we did the changes, and we answered specific specific questions about the changes, and that's the one where we talked about skipping a magic kingdom or not and oh yeah, 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 yeah. okay this, yeah. That, that was, i remember you talking about that okay yeah. so what i would say is the first thing to making the most of a short trip is accepting and acknowledging you can't do it all this by the way is good advice for any trip because i don't care how long your trip is you still can't do it all it's even more important though in a short trip so you just have to prioritize you have yeah. to figure out, like what is it that you're there to do now if your trip is going to be in the next few months, your choices are limited anyway, because there's no fireworks and there's no parades and you're basically just going to ride rides. So, you know, if you were going to do a short trip, I guess now is a good time to do it. <laughs> you know, your choices are already limited, um, you know, but so, yeah, you just need to you just need to focus on the must do items and then anything else that you get to do is a bonus. Right. Yeah, I would ask your boyfriend, like, what is he excited about? Like, is there a particular character he likes? Is he a Star Wars fan? Or does he love animals? You know, and then kind of tailor your trip around that. And each of you pick, you know, maybe two things every day that you have to see. So whether that's a ride or, you know, a parade, if it's, you know, next year or something, um, is how do you feel about dining reservations? Are you there for the Disney food? Because that's what I go to Disney for yeah. is the food. So if that's the case, you know do we want dining reservations every night or do we not really care about the food? We're just going to kind of fly by the seat of our pants and then don't worry about the dining reservations, but figure out what's important. What does he really want to see? Is there something he remembers from his childhood trips? Um, And then go from there. But yeah, like Sarah said, I wouldn't, getting the most out of Disney can mean two things. Are you going to run yourself ragged and try to see every single show and parade and, and ride and attraction? Or does getting the most out of Disney mean being in a beautiful hotel, being at the Magic Kingdom, taking in the atmosphere, having an adult beverage, sitting by the pool, relaxing with your boyfriend, what does the most mean? Yeah, what's going to be the best time for you? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right, good question. All right, next we have a question from Dakota. Um, Hello, Disney Park Princesses. I love listening to your show every week, and it helps me get my Disney fix until our next trip. Thanks. And us too, because we don't know where we're going. Um, all right, so we are planning to go again in October 2021 for the 50th anniversary, and we were wondering what we can expect in celebration of that. Merch, special meet and greets, events, etc. Thank you so much. And your the answer to your question is, we don't know. Um, well, there I will think be you can almost there. guarantee you're, yeah. you're going to see merchandise. Yeah, Disney for loves sure. Special oh, event. Merchandise. Yeah. And yeah. they'll be there for an entire year and a half, so don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, special meet and greets. I bet you'll see something like what they did um, 
earlier this year and last year where it's just like a pop-up character that you may not see a whole lot. That was a lot of fun um, that, you know, just a character will be here or there um, for a, a few hours or a few days and that's it. And you won't see them again for a while. So I bet they'll have something like that, but they just haven't announced anything yet. They haven't promoted it. I think a lot is they're trying to get through this reopening <laughs> and how they're figuring it out right now. But if you notice when they reopened, and they allowed bookings for 2021. They only allowed through September 26th of 2021. So we think that when they announce whatever's going to happen after September 26th of 2021 is going to have something to do with the 50th anniversary for yeah. sure. So yeah. I think that they're trying to, um, number one, they obviously still have to limit the capacity of people. They're trying to figure out whether or not they're going to need to do that. Yeah. you know, more than a year from now. Um, and they, I think they knew that if they opened up those bookings now, everybody would have booked for yeah. next yeah. October. But um, I mean, I think one of their biggest things was all of the new attractions. Like we had basically a brand new Epcot, tons of things happening there, you know, the new Tron attraction coming to the Magic Kingdom. And I think that was a major part of their celebration. Yeah. And now they don't know if that's going to be able to happen because construction has been put on hold for four or five months. So what can they make happen? In the and two things have been completely scrapped. Mm -hmm. I think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, like, I think they're trying to revamp what their ideas were just, but just thinking of Disneyland. So Disney, oh gosh, was that five years ago already? My gosh. Um, they did their 60th anniversary mm -hmm. and it wasn't all that, not that it wasn't a big deal, but they didn't really focus on this big, giant, grand event. It was, you know, we decorated the castle and we had a billion and one different kinds of merchandise and um, all these different snacks and these new 60th anniversary snacks and glow cubes. And like, it was more of a, a little thing. So I, is Disney World going to go bigger and better and have like this big flashy celebration? Or are they going to take a page out of Disneyland where they're like, you know, it's just, here's some merchandise, here's some food and yay, yeah. happy yeah. 50th. Yeah. I think you can count on, historically speaking, um, they'll do something to the castle. There will be some sort of decal mm -hmm. or, you know, like some sort of yeah. something on the castle. Um, there will be a media event, you know, there will be like a, some type of event on October 1st, you know, on the stage. It's usually like, yeah, like a big, like, you know, Bob oh, yeah. Shapeck will come and yeah, little so, speeches and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, we'll be there, you know, all that sort of stuff. Will, um, But yeah, it'll be interesting to see because I think whatever it was that they were planning on, they're, yeah. it's changing. Yeah, they can't yeah. do it now. They just, they yeah. don't, simply don't have the time to yeah. make it happen. Yeah, and they don't, they don't know what the situation's gonna be. And so I think they need to plan more conservatively than they might have originally. Right, right. It's a bummer. So, but as soon as we hear something, we will definitely let you know. But um, for I, I would just plan on merch for right now <laughs> because we and if we're sure. lucky, good snacks because yeah. we could use. Oh yes, snacks. cupcakes, yeah. cupcake galore. <laughs> yeah, but do I think it would be a cool thing to go during that time? Absolutely. <laughs> you know, I think that's a a really cool time to go. But it will be more than just on October first for sure. Okay, who wants to tackle the next question from Aaron? 
I will. Aaron says we have an eight-night resort package booked for November 2020 with four-day park hopper tickets. If park hoppers are not available at that time, I would like to add a day or two to my tickets so we can visit Magic Kingdom at least twice and each of the other parks at least once. Do you think it would be possible to add a day to our tickets? Background info, I grew up going to Disneyland and have taken my kids there twice, but this is my family's first trip to the world, so we want to see it all. Erin, this is the easiest question ever. Yes, you 100% can add days to your tickets. You can either call Disney or I don't, can you, they do this in their My Disney Experience? No. 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 So you, you would have to call in Disney. I, you know, it's like $15 per person per day at this point. So give them a call. You can add as many days as you want to your tickets. It's super right. easy. And make sure they remove that park hopper option for you because they're not doing it automatically. Yeah. Right. And you will have, um, at once you add those days to your tickets, you can make your park reservations. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's not a problem, but yeah, just talk to Disney or your travel agent and they can do it pretty simply. Yeah. And yeah, it'll be, it'll Easy. be good. And yeah. I think, and probably the, the cost of the two extra park days will be, you know, cheaper than, than the park hopper. Yeah. 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 yeah, probably. Yeah. So you'll save money oh, even for a few extra yeah. days. Yeah. All right. Um, all right, Sarah, do you feel like reading the next one? Sure. Dawn. Oh, it says this is our last one from Dawn. Oh, okay. Hi, ladies. Going off of my post on the Facebook page, she means our Facebook group, which you should join if you haven't. <laughs> uh, Q&A, I would like to know, have you ladies started any family or individual traditions while we are home in quarantine? And if so, do any of them revolve around something Disney? As I posted, my youngest, who is, by the way, is 15, but I raised him right to be Disney lovers. <laughs> that I drink out of for the day, which is the park that we are, quote unquote, going to that day. So it's a little something I look forward to him telling me which one every morning. That's so cute. Oh, that's cute. You're doing well and staying safe. Come on. I love that you're, A, I love that your 15-year-old is up early enough um, to <laughs> coffee. And I love that they are willing to do that for you. You are clearly a better parent than I am. <laughs> the, That's no, I not love the thing with like, my 16-year-old. She posted a picture of her mugs on the Facebook group. And it's so really like, Yes, there's so many of them. I'm not allowed to have that many mugs. Justin has limited my collection. <laughs> um, so, but to answer your question, um, as far as stuff that we've been doing, um, we've been doing things like uh, playing games and watching movies but generally we've been watching movies on disney plus uh we've been watching a lot of older movies anything that i can talk my daughter into watching is is a plus um <laughs> this isn't that old but we 20 years i guess but we talked to we watched a bug's life the other day and she'd never seen Aww. it and she was like i don't want to watch it and i was like just watch it you will like it she's like I'm not going to watch it. I'm going to go in the other room. And I said, fine, see you later. And then it started about five minutes later. She comes in the room, sits down and yeah. <laughs> you know. So she, and of course she liked it. So uh, we've been, but we have been watching a movie, not every night, but almost every night and generally something from Disney plus. So that's what we've been doing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I got nothing. I live with a surly teenager. <laughs> And yeah, he, he and we're all working. He he works, and my husband and I both work. And you know, yeah. The only um other than I'm watching, I'm I'm currently watching Frozen two for I don't know the fifth time on my phone right now. <laughs> that's that's 
and Hamilton for like the, I don't know what time, but yeah, just a lot of Disney plus watching is the only sort of Disney. There are no, there are no new um, pandemic traditions. And those of you that have been able to create that kind of routine out of all of this, my hat is off to you. Like yeah. seriously, I'm, I, I am in awe. <laughs> I'm jealous of people. Like I've said it a million times. Like I would like quarantine for two weeks or a month, you know, like we've said, we've been working. So nothing has changed here either. I have no new traditions, nothing like for a while we were building things on the weekend. Like we built mm -hmm. our outdoor table and our, our planter just because nothing was open on the weekends. But now that's kind of like, all right, we're just going to yeah. watch TV. So, you know, we still, we still have to work. So on weekends, it's more or less just, just let me sit down yeah. and not well, do I, anything. I, yeah, I, I, do, I don't get the sense that um, pe the people who are doing this are not working necessarily, but they have somehow found space in their busy day to carve out little, you know, little moments of tradition. And I love that. Like, I, yeah. I, I think a great idea. It's just not, there's nobody in my house that would be interested in doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, my daughter has been playing games online with friends uh, a lot, which is, I'm fine with it because she's, She's with her friends and, you know, even if they can't yeah. be together in person, I don't really care. But they have invented like their own ways of playing Aww. games and it's really cute and really sweet. So uh, she's been doing that and staying up late. And sometimes I've been in bed before she is and I don't even care anymore. I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> you do your thing. I love you. Good night. Go to bed when you're done. And, you know, <laughs> I, you know I'm, I'm pretty strict about bedtime during the school year, but right now I'm like, yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. You can't do anything else. It's way too hot to go outside. So just <laughs> it's miserable. Exactly. Here. I know it's miserable where you guys are too. So yeah. um, all right. Well, that's it for our listener questions. Thank you for everybody who sent them in. So we're always looking for listener questions. And you could email us at info at disneyparkprincess.com. And if you would be so kind as to put like listener question or listener QA or something like that so we know that's what it's for and not necessarily something that we just need to reply individually although sometimes we do if it's timely or something like that and then we'll still answer it on the show yeah, if it's time sensitive we will try to get you an answer we will try to reply to your email and yeah. answer it on the podcast exactly um, yeah if it's exactly. not sensitive though it helps us know that you know yeah exactly so coming up next we have the uh patreon extra which we are going to answer another question from tiernan about things that we have been doing during quarantine uh, so if you would like to join us for that and you're already a patron fantastic it'll show up in your feed if not you can go to patreon.com disney park princess and then you will have access to it um, and we have different levels for depending on how much you give and it'll be very soon that the uh, ten dollar a month people get their special tip for august so which will be written by me, I believe. Yep, you volunteered. <laughs> don't know what, yeah. I did. Uh, don't know what it'll volunteered be. Volunteered when I was like, hey, yeah. somebody want to write this? <laughs> time before the August 1st email goes out. So you'll get a super special VIP tip. Um, but everybody who gives any amount of money gets our uh, extra um, email, our extra podcast every week. So, and yeah, if you're not watching us on YouTube, maybe you should because you can see my pink office, Heather's stuffed animals on the bed, Sarah's, Sarah's face, look full makeup and everything, or at least part makeup and not no today, but yeah, she still looks beautiful. We don't care. Um, so, uh, thank but thanks for listening. You can follow us on Facebook. You can join our Facebook group. If you have any problems with 
finding any of those, email us and we will send you the direct link. You can uh, join us on Pinterest. You can watch us on YouTube. We ev we're everywhere, guys. Just just come on. We're everywhere. Instagram, email. You can call me on the phone if you really want. <laughs> Except don't. She hates when her phone rings. You know? <laughs> uh, but I'll get on. I'll get on the Zoom call with you. That we could do that. We could do another happy hour soon. Stuff like that. So yeah. All right. So thanks for listening, and we will talk to you next week. Bye.